Hello everyone, good morning. Although actually, at the time of this recording, it is Christmas Eve, and um, I just got home from work and it's nice and quiet in this house, which is a rarity. So I thought I'd take the opportunity to um, record this so that I didn't have to worry about it later uh, with a bunch of noise in the background. So I hope everyone's had a great holiday. Uh, despite everything that we're all going through, I hope that you all have found a way to be merry and enjoy it and be thankful. Um, this morning, I'm going to be playing a, uh, a song that I actually played at the very beginning of this year in church at Farrell Hall, back when we used to meet in person. Um, good times. Anyway, the song at the outset of this year um, that I really wanted to play was a rock, like this, well, the song we're about to play, uh, is all about how this year has the Lord's favor in it. And I actually have played this song since COVID um, back in the spring. And I said it then and I'll say it again. Despite everything that has taken place, the Lord has still been in control. This has still been the year of the Lord. And uh, we can all take comfort knowing that He is in control. So anyway, I thought I started the year with the song. I would like to finish the year with this song. So let's do that. <clears throat> Take us to the river Take us there and unity to sing A song of your salvation To win this generation for our King A song of your deliverance For it is with grace that river flows Take us to the river in the city of our God. For the Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is upon us. This is the year of the Lord. This is the Take us to the throne, give us ears to hear the sound of heaven, for that cry is mercy, mercy to the fallen sons of men, for mercy it has triumphed, triumphed over judgment by the blood. Take us to the throne room in the city of our God. Oh, the Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is upon us. This is the
take us to the river Take us there and unite to sing Song of your salvation To win this generation for our King A song of your forgiveness For it is with grace that river Take us to the river in the city of our God. All right. So we'll now do another 2020 favorite of mine, although I think it came out in 2019. Not that that in any way matters. song we could ever sing Worthy of every praise we could ever bring Worthy of every breath we could ever breathe We live for you We live for you Jesus the name above every other name Jesus, the only one who could ever save. Worthy of every breath we could ever breathe. We live for you. We live for you. And holy, there is no one like you. There is none beside you. Open up our eyes in the wonder and show me who you are and fill me with your heart and lead me in your love to those around me. Jesus, the name above every island. Jesus, the only one who could ever save. Worthy of every breath we could ever breathe. We live for you. We live for you. Oh, and holy, there is no one like you. There is none beside you. Open up our eyes to the Show me who you are and fill me with your heart and lead me in your love to those around me. And I will build my life upon your love. It is a firm foundation and I my trust in you alone and I will not be shaken and I will build my life upon your love it is a good 
there is none beside you open up my eyes to the wonder show me who you are and fill me with your heart and leave me in your love to those around me Jesus the name above every other name Jesus, the only one who can ever save. Worthy of every breath we could ever breathe. We live for you. We live for you. Okay, and the last song I'd like to play, because I, uh, unfortunately, sort of, <laughs> I didn't get to sing any um, Christmas songs or lead any Christmas songs this year with you guys. So I thought, well, I'll just play a New Year's song. So this is Old Lang Syme, Time. I can never remember. But this is uh, sung to the, the words or lyrics of Our Father Who Art in Heaven. Um, and it's actually from back in 2000, there was the Millennium Prayer. This is a hit song back then in the year 2000. But Anyway, just thought I would play it for fun, and uh, yeah, <laughs> that's the backstory. Happy New Year. Good Sunday, Northgate. Good morning. It is December 27th. And though we cannot meet in person, we wanted to continue on with the book of Joshua. So hopefully you'll be able to watch through this video and be encouraged this morning. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord, for your grace. Thank you, God of your hearts to love us, to bless us, 
to help us grow. Lord, we pray, Holy Spirit, that you would speak to us this morning. Pray this in your precious name. Amen. So we are in Joshua chapter 8 this morning. Last week, Joshua chapter 7, we talked about the discipline of the Lord, his goodness in disciplining us, that we would grow to become holy like him. God hates sin because sin hates his children, and in his goodness, at times, he judges us. And we see that with the Israelites when they fell to that city of Ai, lost some men, but there was sin in the camp, and they turned back. There certainly are difficult seasons that we all face. And even, even this week, hearing the challenging news of another shorter lockdown before that Christmas season, and I know for all of us, probably a challenge. Um, and yet, God is good. God is good. And we are to be reminded of His great grace this morning in the midst of this challenging season of sickness and um, all the ramifications that come from that, whether you agree with it or you don't agree with it, obviously it can be a big challenge. But here in Joshua 8, after they had failed to conquer that city and were disciplined by the Lord, we see that God, in his incredible blessing heart, doesn't have them stay down in their failure, but tells them to arise in chapter 8 of the book of Joshua, chapter 1. It says this, Do not be afraid nor dismayed. Take all the people of war with you and arise and go up to Ai. It's not time to, to be discouraged, even though there's difficulty, even though there's situations even in our own life where we failed. Maybe in the past, God is such an amazing God. Each day is new with him. And this amazing God says, arise. This God says, get up. This God says, let's go, even though there's been difficulty. And what a joy it is to know that no matter the season we're in, whether it's our failure, whether it's the world or the circumstances around us, God says, get up, get up. He loves us. And at times we're corrected, but there is something new ahead of us. And each day is new. And our God is a blessing God, whether it's those few times in correction or just the continual journey in life. He is good. And he says, get up, a fresh start. God is the God of fresh starts. Aren't you thrilled with that this morning? Aren't you so happy that each morning is new with the Lord? A new season lies ahead and is coming. Each morning is a new season. No matter what has happened in the past, it just happened just before last week. I have one of these and you probably maybe have one of these too, but it's a journal and I even have my sermons in here, but last week, I think it was Friday or Saturday, I came to the very last page. So you see, I don't know, it took me three or four months, but this one's done. But it just happened last week at church. How about that? That there is a fresh new one. There's a new journal to begin. And here, new pages, fresh pages, open pages. And that's the joy of our God, too. And we can look back at the old pages and the ups and downs, the lefts and the rights, and sometimes we can get lost in them. 
But our God is always about getting up today a new season. It's interesting in the book of Lamentations, and we hear it quoted often that his mercies are new every morning. But if you look at that book, Lamentations, just look at the title, Lament. Jeremiah is the author and he's lamenting that his home city of Jerusalem is being conquered by the Babylonians, that they are being judged and they are going into this captivity. But yet that's where we find this amazing verse in Lamentations chapter 3, that God in the midst of this is faithful and his mercies are new every morning. And that's what gives us hope. And today, no matter what you've been through in the last week or year, as you look back and maybe the difficulties or the failures or the, the ups and downs, or you're looking at this situation and what are we going to do? May I encourage you that our God is a blessing God and each day is new with him. Praise the Lord. Arise, get up. And then what God says to the people through Joshua is we're going to attack AI and this is how we're going to do it. And if you read the chapter, it says we're going to bring some fighting men, go at night. We're going to plant an ambush, some hidden, and then others are going to face the city. And so the people of AI are going to come out to fight us and we're going to draw them out. And then as we're gone, that ambush will sneak in and deal with that city. And destroy them. And God has everything planned. And he has everything directed. And I was just thinking. God is so faithful. In every season. Whether good or bad. To direct us by the power of his Holy Spirit. That God is good enough to do that. He's not going to leave us alone. But as we listen. And trust in him. That he will direct us. Proverbs chapter 16 verse 9 says this. A man's heart plans his way, but the Lord directs his step. That God is so faithful as he directs us that he is going to be with us. He's not going to leave us alone at all to figure things out. And I even look at the last six months how God has been faithful to lead us as a church when we had to meet outside or come inside or how to meet inside or what to do in those few times where we couldn't meet together. That God has been faithful and we're... We don't need to lament of what we can't do, but we need to thank God for our families and as individuals enjoy knowing that you're a good God, knowing that each day your mercy is new. What do you have for us today? What do you have planned for us? And in that, we can get excited even in the difficulty and have tremendous joy that our God is a directing God and he's directing us to victory. And sometimes we have to fight and it's difficult and sometimes we're disciplined. But if we continually be with him in his presence and in his word, he will show us what we need to do. What an amazing God we serve. And in our story, they come and they're successful and the ambush works in this evil city of AI who defeated some of their men and God had been reaching out to them for years and years, but they rejected his truth and his love. And we see as they defeated that city that there were some things to burn because they didn't want that culture invading the Israelite culture. But God now says, there are some spoils you can take. And that's different than Jericho, much different than Jericho. In Jericho, that they were to give to God first. And those things were the Lord's and they weren't supposed to take them. And they weren't supposed to take 
the things that would cause sin in their community. But here, don't take some of these things, but you can take some of the provision or the spoils of Ai, it says here in chapter 8. And our God is such a blessing God. Not only is each morning new because of Jesus and his mercy and his grace, and he directs us because he's a good God, but he also provides for us in incredible and amazing ways. You see, the Israelites no longer had manna. We read that a couple chapters ago. They had to live off the land. And here, the spoils would have been something that would allow them in their needs to continue. And it would have provided for them in amazing ways. I know that God has been faithful in this season to my family. And I'm sure he's been faithful to your family. I know he's been faithful to our church. That he has provided everything we have needed. And even extra that we might be able to give or save for a rainy day. And God is so good. I'm not saying that he's going to give us all the things we want, but we know scripture promises because of his goodness that he will provide for all our needs according to his riches in glory. And here that's what he's doing for Israel as they enter this land. In his goodness, he says, now I am here to provide for you. First, Jericho, the things for me, because we give God our best, our first. And then he is so faithful to give us exactly what we need. And that's a promise even looking into the book of Malachi at the end of the Old Testament. Test me in this, that if you give to me, I will provide for you. And it's not in our giving, but it's just in the nature of God, because he's good to provide. Not what we covet, not all these other things that we think we need, but our needs. He is so, so faithful. What a joy that is. So in our story, God tells them, get up. It's a new day. It's a, it's a new adventure. Let's go. He directs them in his goodness. This is how you're going to fight the enemy. Then he provides for their needs in his love and his goodness for them. And finally, at the end of chapter 8, we see this, that Joshua knows this, and he renews the covenant of Israel with God by writing and reading the word of God. Absolutely amazing. After they had defeated, it says, all Israel with their elders, in verse 33, and officers and judges, stood on the other side of the ark before the priests and Levites who bore the ark of the covenant of the Lord, the strangers as well who had been born among them, half of them were in front of Mount Gerizim and half of them in front of Mount Abel. And Moses, the servant of the Lord, as he had commanded before that they should bless the people. And afterward, he read all the words of the law, the blessings, the cursings, according to all that was written in the law. There was not a word of all that Moses had commanded, which Joshua did not read before all the assembly of Israel. So we have this amazing blessing of God's grace and goodness and his mercy that each day is new. We have this amazing blessing that he provides and that he leads us. And we have this incredible blessing God who has given us his word to us each day to refresh and to renew. And Joshua in the story, all the way back to chapter one says, if you meditate on the law, on this book, you will be prosperous. And if you don't turn to the left or to the right, 
the word of God will prosper you as you're in it. It will refresh you. It will renew you. Have you had that experience with the truth of God's word? Maybe reading it, feeling down and being encouraged by a verse or a story or having a dilemma in your head and then God speaks to you even that day through what you read. There's many times where I felt dry and God has blessed me with the reading of his word. Just getting into that individually or even corporately, could we say that there was a reading or a teaching in God's word that has exhorted or encouraged us in amazing ways. And we see even the season we're in and we ask questions and what is the truth and we get tired and drained, but I want to encourage you that as we get into the truth of God's word, there will be renewing and refreshing. I was thinking about that here, Amy, bought these lovely flowers for Christmas. And actually, the truth of those flowers was, is she bought them at a store and they were on clearance and they were dying and they were dry. And she said, I don't know if I did the right thing, but she brought them home and she began to water them. She began to water and they became renewed and refreshed. And then they started to grow again. And that's just like us in difficult circumstances without the word of God and listening to all the counsel of the world. As we see in Psalm chapter one, blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the world or sit in the seat of the sinner or stand in the way of the scorner. But what he does is he delights himself in the law of the Lord and he meditates day and night upon this, that in the season of drought, he will still produce fruit. So no matter the circumstance, we can be refreshed in the reading and the meditating and the knowing of God's word because it's revealing the truth of Christ to us. And what a blessed people we are to have this, to open it up, not because we have to, but what it brings to us, the growth and the joy and the renewing and the refreshing. Oh, God's word. And may we be like Joshua today and renew our covenant with the Lord and know that he is good and refresh ourselves in his word and his truth. You're not going to get that from TV, folks. You're not going to get that from reading the news, folks. No, 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 no. You're going to get that from knowing the thoughts of God, the character of God, the word of God. Oh man, it will renew you and refresh you today. And it is there for us as a blessing of God. And as we head in to 2021, I really believe that this is a blessed season because God is with us, God is in us, and God has given us so much. Truly, as we, this next week, we're going to be writing a new page, a new story. And God is with us. He will direct us. He will provide for us no matter what's going on. And he's given us his truth, his goodness. What an amazing God we serve. What incredible. We should have joy today. I don't know how you view God. It's easy to view him as judging and out to get you. And, and yeah, even last week talking about the reasons, it's not to hurt you it's to bless you but that's only a season and there's so many seasons of even these tangible good things in our lives 
Would you look back with me and see his goodness to look ahead to know that he's working? And just like the Israelites in Joshua here in chapter 8, that he will tell us, arise, let's get going into a new year. Let's not lament the past, as Jeremiah said. Let's not lament what is going on, but let us know the mercy of God and hope in that, in his goodness, in his provision, and in the truth of who he is, which we read in his word. Would you be blessed this Sunday, this Sunday before the new year, and enjoy the goodness of God. Thank you, Lord. Just remind us, encourage us of who you are. Would you give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation to know God, to know you? Lord, I think in your word, in Revelation chapter 1, it says, He who reads and does the words of this prophecy will be blessed. And what truth there is in that for us, Lord, may we know your word and be blessed in it. Father God, as we enter a new year, may we enter it with joy, knowing that you are with us. Lord, we pray these things in your precious name. Amen. Well, enjoy these last few days and be excited that you serve a God who loves you, who's a blessing God, and who's going to do much for his glory in his kingdom in 2021. We'll see you soon. Be blessed. Bye-bye.